0: Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Susan Lopresti, and you are listening to the Susan Lopresti Wellness Mind, Body, and Soul podcast. And as always, I'm so grateful that you decided to join me here today. And I'm super excited about today's episode because I have a very special guest with me here, and I met Valerie on social media. I was checking out her profile, and there were some things about her that really grabbed my attention. And one of the first things that I noticed is that she listed herself as a certified essential emotions coach. And I was really intrigued by that and what it was all about. So that grabbed my attention first. And then I was also intrigued because she labeled herself a panic disorder survivor. And mental health is such a big topic today that it's really starting to get a lot more attention than it ever did before. So I was really curious about that and what it was all about. And that's why I decided to reach out to her. And when we had that first meeting, I knew that I wanted to have her on my podcast. So I was really excited about that. And also she is a panic disorder survivor and that really intrigued me as well. Besides just adults having panic attacks and anxiety, more and more today, I'm hearing about young children who are suffering with this as well. And that's really concerning for me because children are not supposed to be having anxiety and panic. It should be a very, one of the best times of their lives. So how can we get our kids to feel better and do it in a way that's natural and holistic instead of putting them on some kind of a prescription drug that really turns a lot of our kids into zombies at some point. You know, they're just... So they're just not themselves. So I'm very, very excited about all of this. And that's why I decided to bring Valerie on. So Valerie is a board-certified holistic health practitioner. She was certified by the American Association of Drugless Practitioners. She completed her schooling and her training and received her certification from Global College of Natural Medicine. She is certified as a doTERRA essential oil specialist. As I mentioned, she's also certified as an essential emotions coach, and she focuses on healthy aging, low-tox living, living intentionally, And again, she's a panic disorder survivor, and she practices a holistic approach to health and wellness. Her emphasis is on the prevention of diseases and their underlying causes, as well as weight management. She looks at how all areas of your life are connected, physical, emotional, and mental. Her focus has always been on education and empowerment, for you to become knowledgeable and take control of your own health and your life. So let's welcome Valerie. Valerie, I'm so excited to have you here today and to share your wealth
1: of knowledge with my audience today. Thank you very much for inviting me onto your podcast, Susan. I'm very happy to be here and have this conversation that is so vitally important, especially today, right? Yes. Last three years have really, I think, showcased how much people are suffering emotionally and mentally uh, with the way the world is. And having tools to help us navigate it is so super important. So I'm so delighted to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for coming. So Valerie, tell us why
0: you pivoted from your corporate job into the wellness arena. What prompted you to um, make that switch?
1: Well, I was in corporate and then I had my children and then I decided not to go back because uh, it was just they didn't really embrace part time work or share a job when I was in corporate. It was still primarily a male driven industry. I was in advertising, so there wasn't that room. So I had to kind of make some decisions about what I was going to do. So I decided to, you know, pull back and raise my children. Um. Then what happened when my daughter was about four and my son was about one, I had a panic attack, but I didn't know what it was. And that was basically the start of my journey into getting into health. But back then, we're talking about 25 years ago, there was no internet like we know it today. There was books and libraries. You, If you mentioned the word panic to somebody, they were like, oh, right. What does that mean? What do you have to panic about? You have nothing to worry. your life is. what, And they like, look at you. So it was like almost being shunned. So that further brought me into myself and to figure out, like I had, I had to figure it out. I had to figure out what was going on after everything physically was ruled out. Like I didn't have a brain tumor. I didn't do, didn't have a stroke. There was all these symptoms I had that absolutely made no sense. And then they did as they medicated me. So that was really the start of my wanting to learn about health. That and I also have my maternal grandmother had breast cancer and there's a lot of breast cancer here on Long Island in New York. And I wanted to find out why, which is my favorite word, why And I, I spend a lot of time researching and living in a rabbit hole because I want to know. I think knowledge is empowering and it allows us to make decisions that can best uplevel our health, can best uplevel our lives so that we're able to live a life hopefully free of any kind of illness or diseases. So the panic was this really the jumping point of getting into this industry that I'm in. I went back to school to study it. So I hope that answered that question. I kind of went off a couple of tangents there, I'm sorry.
0: So how were you able to get your panic attacks under control? Like what was it that you did for yourself?
1: Okay. Well, first they put me on Medicaid. Well, I was popping Xanax because I just had them. They were just coming and I had a four-year-old and a one-year-old and I had a function. I had to drive. I had to take them to nursery school. I had to, I had a function really what it was about. So then I couldn't pop the Xanax because that's addictive. So they put me on Paxil and Paxil was just I didn't want to take the side effects. I cried when I read the side effects. I I mean, that was a paragraph of side effects, but I was like, I need to function. I wasn't functioning. My pulse was at about 120 beats a minute around the clock. I wasn't eating, I wasn't sleeping. I was not, I was literally not functioning. So I decided that I had to figure out, and it was a Band-Aid and I knew it would be a temporary Band-Aid, so I took the Paxil, my doctor had said to me, you'll be on this your entire life. And I looked at him and I said, no. And he looked at me and laughed. I'm like, I I just knew that I wouldn't. When you're on these medications, and if you've never been on these medications, it was sort of like a rubber band that can stretch or like everything is vanilla. You're not happy. You're not sad. It's like, but life isn't that way. Life is rocky road, mint chocolate chip. And it's like, there's so many different ways. You can't just be you know, flat all the time because life is highs and lows and ha- knowing how to navigate them. But I was on the medication, it took it it made my heart rate more regular, but I also felt blah. So but it got me able to that functioning level. And then what I started doing is I started reading books. St- <laughs> no internet remember I started reading books about what and how diet played such an integral p- part of our well-being and how this the gut brain connection was super strong because our gut is our second brain. And when I dove into that area, I started slowly changing my diet. Not that I ever ate poorly, but I started really being intentional about the foods I ate and how I ate them and watching the sugar. I stayed away from caffeine, I stayed away from alcohol, anything that affected the central nervous system. Because that is really key, especially during the height of the, like when you're in the height and the throes of a panic disorder, let's say, or severe anxiety, anything that affects your central nervous system is going to make everything so much worse. So I stayed away from this stuff, as I said, the caffeine, the alcohol, the sugar, and then I started eating cleaner. And I started feeling better and I started taking, you know, probiotics and I started taking, I guess, really started taking a lot of supplements like fish oil and multivitamins and probiotics. And slowly I was like, okay, I started feeling better. And I did try talk therapy. I'm not discounting talk therapy, but after weeks and weeks of sitting there speaking to myself, I said, this is not helping me. And I decided to end it. Um, And I am all for therapy. I don't want anyone to think I'm not. It's just, it wasn't working for me. I knew my triggers, my trigger, when you know your triggers, when you have um, a disorder, like a panic disorder, that is really telling and how you can go about learning how to deal with those triggers. My trigger is death. So it made sense to me because about four months prior to my first attack, I, my grandfather had passed and So I I knew that's, that's the trigger. And then when my father-in-law passed years later, I felt that panic coming up in me. And then like, once I started crying, it kind of, you know, it it subsided. So I I know that I know the trigger. I have literally not been on medication since that episode. that was six months on the medication. And that's including being weaned off. And do I get anxiety? Sure, life is stressful, but I have tools now to handle it. If it, I don't ever get to that point because I control a lot of what I do through my diet, through exercise, and having essential oils to help during those stressful moments. Listen, we, even the calmest person is going to be affected by a stressful situation. That's how our bodies are, are wired. You know, it, it's it's actually necessary sometimes to. Feel that because if you're in a a situation where your life is at stake, your body has to go into that mode to, for survival. So to, to take that out, to take that stressful uh, with how the body reacts to stress out, it doesn't serve us as you know human beings because we do need that in times of threats. Right, but it's knowing how to mitigate it on a day-to-day life-to-life basis, that's really, really important. And I have tools and I work with a lot of people and um, so, and some psychologists who use what I have as a first line before they go to the pharmaceuticals. What is it that you use to help with your anxiety and panic? I don't, it's not something that I have often. Believe right. me, once, you know, like in the last three years, it was a little bit more. So there's a lot, so I, um, I partner with doTERRA, as you're aware. We yes. have a line called Adaptive. It is three different products. One is a um, a rollerball. So it looks like a rollerball. You know, just, okay. I carry this in my purse. One is an oil, which is an oil bottle. Uh, and I put this into my diffuser when I'm, you know, sleeping at night. And it's also very calming. And it's not just for panic. It's also to help bring calm to the mind. And there's also a supplement. and in the supplement, it is ahi flour and has GABA. GABA actually uh, stops the neurons in the brain from rapid firing. But you don't feel like you're on a drug. It's just very, you just feel good. You don't feel that, that feeling that you would take from an SSRI that they prescribe for that. So I take that once in a while. I don't take it often, but I do diffuse the oil. And uh, the roller I have on me, in case I'm ever, when I'm out and about, if something if something were to happen, uh, really quick a story is last year I was flying to Phoenix, and I was the, the masks were still on the plane and flights were being diverted, and it was, I was t- I I paid extra for an aisle seat because I knew I was going to be on the plane a long time, and this woman asked me for my seat. I was kind of on the horns of a dilemma. Do I give her my seat or mm-hmm. don't? But I'm like I can't sit between two people for six hours with a mask on. It just was not going to be good for right. me. So I said, I'm sorry. And she sat there and she was probably in her seventies and she had a full blown panic attack, hyperventilating, sweating, pouring off of her. Like she was pacing the aisles. We weren't allowed to walk cause it was turbulent flight. And the flight attendants did not know what to do with her. She was using her mask as a handkerchief because she had like, everything was leaking on her face. Mm-hmm. And then when she was sitting down, she, I was really worried that first of all, for her well-being. And then I, I was like, they're going to divert the flight, which is not going to make anybody happy. So I, I said to her, ma'am, will you trust me a moment? And she's looking at me because she's desperate at this point. She, she's really in distress. So I took out my rollerball of adaptive. I asked her to deep, take deep, deep breaths and then rub it on the back of her neck. And within a minute, the panic attack subsided. In the roller is lavender, which is very high in a chemical component called linalool, which is very soothing to the brain. And when applied to the back of the neck, it hits the brainstem. It also has copaiba in it. And that is also very relaxing for the body. It attaches, we have an endocannabin system. So it it really is very um, restful for it. So the combination of the oils together a calm to the body and she brought she her panic attack was subsided and the flight attendants are like thank you because it was it was really that bad like they didn't know what to do with her so I was very happy that I was able to have the tools to help this poor woman who was in distress. So that's how powerful this particular oil is. But there are also other oils that are also very common. As I said, lavender is super calming. There's also something called vetiver. Vetiver is very, very calming too as well. I use that a lot with children who might have ADHD or children with autism. It helps them come to a calm. So there are many different oils, but the one I go to for... That anxiety kind of panic thing is the exact line because it's been clinically studied, clinically researched, and it works. And it's fantastic for anybody, even just to have it on hand. I have one little boy, he's nine. He calls it his calm juice. He takes it to school with him. It's in his backpack. Mm -hmm. School today is very stressful, right? So why shouldn't the children be allowed to help themselves out of a stressful situation? And it's not just for panic and anxiety, it's for stress. It's like, let's distress it because life is, as I said, life has stressful moments. I even use the roller on my dog on his ears oh, because sometimes God. in a car that's too long or a fireworks or if I'm cutting his nails, yes, it makes him calmer. So why shouldn't I do that? So it's that, it's, it's that safe for children and it's safe for animals. And it's, so it's it's really a wonderful thing to have those tools on hand to help. And the effects
0: seem like they're almost immediate. So it gets absorbed into your skin immediately, right? Now you said you put it on the back of your neck for your brain stem. And it's incredible that it works so quick in that way.
1: Well, the fastest way to access the brain is aromatic. So my okay. hands are fusing, right? This way, or you can just even open the bottle if you have it and just sm- smell it that way. Because what happens is it goes through your olfactory nerve, and then it goes through the entire limbic system. And, it, and within 30 seconds, it's almost in your entire body. And people are like, how can that be? Well, think of surgery when they put a mask over you and they're putting you out, right? They ask you to count back from 100. What number do people most likely get to? Maybe 96? and they're out. So yeah, so if, if you look at it that, you're affecting your entire body. And that, it's the fastest way to access the brain is aromatic use. Topically, it also works, especially if you put it on your brain stem. Topical usage is more for like skin conditions, or if you want to hit an organ, you know, you want to hit your kidneys, you go over your kidneys or your liver. Um, that's another way to use it. Topically, it works just as well. Or putting it on your feet. And people like feet, yeah, feet, yeah. your feet have very large pores. And that's how we use it for babies. You put oils on the on bottom the- of your feet, right? Yes. The bottom of the feet. You think about the practice of grounding or yeah. earth when people walk outside barefoot. Our feet have tremendous capacity to absorb the energy of the earth. So when they are using oils on their feet, it, it has the same effect. It gets absorbed into the body. So there are different ways to use the oils depending on, The condition or the health issue that somebody is facing at the moment and there are no side effects only side benefits yes yes that's key so
0: for anyone who's on here listening and hears this and they have children that are battling something like this it's a wonderful alternative healing method for them it really is so I want to go on to ask you, because I'm so intrigued by this essential emotions coach. Can you explain what that type of coach is and who benefits most from an essential emotions coach?
1: Anybody. Anybody who has emotions. And that's all of us. (laughs) We all face different emotions during that. We can face a multitude of them during the course of a given day, or we could be sitting with one particular emotion for A period of time. So, what an essential emotions coach does, it basically cleans that wound so it can heal. It is not therapy. A lot of times when you're in therapy, it can take a therapist weeks and sometimes months to get to the root cause of that emotion. What I do with my process is about an hour, and we go through a series of questions using essential oils to figure out what that emotion is. We could start with one emotion, let's say resentment. And we can end up with something like anger. So what we start with, we might not end up with. And there are three different ways we start the process. We can start it with an essential oil. And not everybody knows oil, so that's okay. There are other ways of approaching it as well. We can talk about an emotion. Or we can say, do you have some body part that is hurting? Very often, we hold our emotions in a body part, and we don't even know it. So if we can identify, like if somebody has a stomach ache or somebody's eyes hurt, there's always a way to figure out why. And it can actually be a physical condition. But again, if somebody is emotionally distressed, they hold on that emotion and in our body parts. And it's really, really telling about what's going on. And sometimes the three intersect. We come across it. So it's basically releasing that emotion and coming up with an action plan so that we can move forward. So one of the more recent ones I did, just to explain the process, the woman came to my home and she said, my heart feels heavy. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about this. And I have my oils with, well, she's familiar with some of the oils, not all of them. And there's a book I use that we read descriptions of oils and we read description of emotions. And there's a lot of verbiage in there. If something jumps out at a person, that's where we, we kind of like pull from whatever jumps out. Mm-hmm. So she, she was saying that she was feeling very heavy hearted and that she didn't know why. And there was one of her children that she always felt funny about. So we dived into that. And it would have turned out is that her overwhelm and her heavy hearted actually ended up being resentment for this child, because when she was pregnant with this child, her mom was sick and she couldn't be with her mom because she was in another country. So her mom passed and she never saw her mom. And she didn't realize that this was going on. Like she had no idea and this brought to light and the two of us were sitting here sobbing because she realized what was going on. And when you're doing this process with someone, you take on their energy sometimes. I'm an empath, so I feel people's emotions. I do protect myself before I go into a session by using an oil to protect my energy because it can be very draining. And even though I feel it, I don't want to feel overwhelmed by it because then I'm no good to the other person. We, we came up with an oil. It was geranium. And she released how she felt and she was going to anchor it in with good thoughts. And her action plan was to go back to the country that she came from where her mom was buried. And she went and had a conversation with her mother and it released her and cleansed that wound so that's the power of this and that's just one of many many stories of people that when you're when you're affecting somebody on that level it's just such a you're connecting with somebody on their at their weakest and the most raw feelings that they have and having this as a tool to help them is such a gift it really, really is. It's probably one of the more rewarding things that I do because you're giving somebody grace and you're giving them peace and you're giving, they're giving something to them that they didn't know they needed. And you're cleaning that wound. And a lot of people don't, like I had a woman who had heart pain and she went to her, the cardiologist, went to like different cardiologists and everything was fine. I'm like, well, where is the pain? She goes, well, it's kind of in the back. I'm like, tell me what you're going through. And she's like, well, my father-in-law passed and I have pain back here. And I'm like, okay. And what oil resonates with you? And it was, it happened happens to be basil. Basil is really great for adrenal support. She needed adrenal support because she was so burned out from everything that was going on in her life with having to take on somebody else's estate with her own life. So it was, she was just in overwhelm. So once mm-hmm. she did that and released that and was using the basil, it really helps. It doesn't make the situation goes away. It just makes you be a better able to face it and deal with it. Um, a lot of times we feel an emotion, we block it because it's too painful to, to react to. It's like, we don't want to, we push it back. We, we push it down because we don't want to face it because it hurts. And who wants to be in that state of hurt? The, that's the problem. When we push it down, that's when it comes out in a body part and it hurts, and it and actually can manifest to other things and even illness, like serious illness. That's how like a lot of autoimmune diseases come about from that stress from an emotional situation. So when we allow it to flow through us, even if it hurts, we need to sit in that. Because by sitting in that, it's uncomfortable, but there is comfort in that feeling of being uncomfortable because it's bringing us to heal. When we push things down and repress them, we're not healing. The goal is always ultimately healing, not just the body, right? Not just the physical elements, but the Mm -hmm. mind, the body, and the spirit, because we're one. We are one person and we have to be a whole healthy person. So when I took this, I was like, oh my God, this is so great, especially because coming from being a panic survivor, mm-hmm. to have this course, then have this certification and to help people in a new way, it has been a blessing. So it's all come full circle, right? I mean, yes. I didn't think 25 years ago that this is where I'd be, but wow, I like we often think about why things happen for a reason. But when I look back retrospectively in hindsight, I know now I am where I'm supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to do. And I needed to go through that to get to today. Absolutely. I have a question.
0: What makes you attracted to one particular oil? The body knows what the
1: body knows. uh, Smell is a very powerful tool. So like in the mornings, I'll go to my oil box, which is sitting right here and I'll open it up and I'll say, what do I feel like today? And my oils speak to me. I know that sounds a little hokey, but the body knows what it needs. And if you really pay attention to it, you will know. When you're doing the Essential Emotions Coaching, we have a book and the book has the oils in it. So what you do is when you're working with the oils, whatever oil you feel drawn to. So you could smell two or three or four or five oils, and you might start with roaming chamomile and say, that's the oil I want, but you can end up with the basil. So it's, it's the emotion you're feeling based on words that are here because words do jump out at you. Yeah, It's also the smelling the oil and you'll know, you know, when the, when you're smelling something that your body needs, it is like something that just envelops you like a blank. And until you've had that experience, it's very hard to articulate what it, does So there is an oil that during the height of the last three years that I ordered, and it's called the oil of grief. It's called console. It's an emotional support oil. And when I got this little, this little bottle and I opened it up and I smelled it, this is like two years ago. And even now just smelling it, it's, it really is like someone's taking a weighted blanket Wrapping you in it. And the only way to know that is to actually experience it. But when I say that I go to my oil box, my oil box don't like some days I want just tree oils because they're very grounding. Some days I want something like citrusy because it's uplifting. So again, our moods can dictate what kind of oils we want. And again, that's being in touch with your body and it's being in touch with how you're feeling for a particular day. So a lot of people are able to do that because when you smell an oil, you will know. It's sort of like going back to your grandmother's house when you're cooking a meal that just brings back such a beautiful memory. Now, the the beautiful thing about essential oil is that you might have an aversion to a certain oil, like you just don't like it, but that sometimes is the oil you need to heal. So it's not just the ones you like the smell of. And when you dive into the properties of the oils and you dive into like why you don't like this oil because each of the definitions has a positive effect of an oil and a negative effect and you read like the negative from it and you're like oh yeah that's why i hate it but that's the oil you need so i I learned that during this course because when prior to that, there was an oil I really detested. I was like, oh my God, I, I hated the smell of it. And then I read the description of it and I read through it. And I'm like, oh, I need this oil. So it is a process. You know, nothing is done quickly. It is a, a process and it works if you're open. You have to be open. You can't be closed off. If you go in with a preconceived idea or a preconceived notion that it's not going to work, it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's not. But when you're open to healing and you're open to allowing yourself to heal, it is such a wonderful, beautiful process. And it's tremendously healing. So you you know when you know. It's through reading and it's going through the process and then you're smelling it and you, your body just craves it. Think of it like you ever have a food craving? Yeah. Well, sometimes food cravings are telling us that we're deficient in. So we'll yes. say like, oh, I have a chocolate craving. Well, you're really not craving chocolate. Your body's deficient in magnesium. So it's it goes to that too. So it's understanding how the body works, understanding what the body needs.
0: In the morning, when you wake up and you go to your oil box and you decide what you need, how do you administer? Are you diffusing?
1: What is it that you do or does it vary by the day? Well, there are certain oils I take religiously every single day. So the ones that I put on my body, I put something called balance on my feet every morning. It's a very grounding oil. So it keeps you in balance. It's a mixture of trees. If you look at a tree and trees have roots, right? So the roots are very grounding because they're close to the ground. And if you think of fruit on a tree, like citrus, it grows up in the tree. And that's very uplifting. So if you can envision that, that's how a lot of the oils work. So I put balance on my feet. That's when I start with, I use frankincense for cellulose support. I use two drops sublingually, which means under the tongue that bypasses digestion and it goes right to the bloodstream. So I use frankincense, which is the considered the king of oils. For cellular support. I also put copaiba under my tongue. That's for immune modulation. And it actually makes the other oils work better. It kind of like boosts them. And then I also use a new oil called Metapower oil. It is um, a metabolic blend that works on keeping our fat cells healthy. It's a fat buster. That's a whole nother conversation. So those are what I use, those three. And then I also put on my, another foot, I put on oregano oil for immune support. And then I also take a drop of diluted oregano oil sublingually. Those are the oils I use. Um, That's like for my physicality. For my emotional well-being. right above my finger is a diffuser. So I diffuse that. So like right now I have a combination of different tree oils, Douglas fir, balsam fir, Um, Siberian fur. I like the way they smell. They're very grounding, they keep me grounding. Sometimes I will put grapefruit in it because grapefruit is uplifted and they do work well together. At night I diffuse the adaptive in my bedroom. Those are pretty much what I, I do during the course of the day. If I'm traveling, I'll use more immune supporting oils. I will roll oils under my nose that have antiviral properties in it. I always have about five or six oils in my bag. You said cellular health. What do you mean exactly by that? Well, in our cells, in our body, you can have parts of the cells that do get corrupted just because of just living. You know, we live in toxic soup. We can't control everything. And our cells, they, you know, they become corrupted. So frankincense has the ability to go into the cells and Get rid of the corroded part or the corrupted part of the cells to keep our cells healthier. Because a lot of aging occurs, what they call these zombie cells or these cells that just don't have any use anymore. They kind of like dead garbage kind of stuff that's just floating around. So I use the frankincense to support healthy cells. It has a lot of other properties as well, but that's the primary reason I use it. It's one of the the oldest oils. There, it's a biblical oil, actually. Yes. Yeah. It's a power, it's called the king of oil for a reason. Like when you don't know what oil to use, use Frank. Somebody called me and they said, I cut my finger. I didn't know what to put on. I put frankincense on it and it helped. I'm like, great. <laughs> like one of those, but again, it's one of those go-to oils that you can use. I use it in a multitude of different ways. Um, I use it for breast detox every three months with mixed with some other oils. Breast it- detox? Yeah. And how do you do that? So I every three months for 30 days, I put coconut oil on the breasts. Yeah. And then in the palm of my hand, I add four drops of frankincense, four drops of grapefruit and four drops of pink pepper. And I rub my hands together and I massage it into both breasts. I do it every day for 30 days. There is on PubMed, there is data supporting frankincense's youth in corrupted cells. I had a spot on my forehead like two years ago, I went to the doctor. You know, I go for a yearly dermatological checkup. And she's like, I don't like the way that looks. I'm going to freeze it off, but you're going to be back here in six months and I'll probably have to carve a piece of your face out. I'm like, "Mm, uh, okay, sure. (laughs) So I went home like, I'm not letting her do that. So I started from that day, she froze off whatever was there and I put frankincense on it twice a day for three months. I went back for my six month checkup so she can look at it and she couldn't find it. She goes, where is it? I go, you tell me. She couldn't find it. It was gone. It totally whatever was there. The Frankincense got rid of. Did you use it straight, or did you mix straight? Because used- some oils you need a carrier oil with
0: it, right?
1: There's many reasons. Um, there's hot oils. When I say hot, they're very spicy, such as clove, oregano, cinnamon, lemongrass. They always need to be diluted because they are very powerfully spicy. Oregano, I'll use straight only when I'm trying to get rid of a skin tag. You use a toothpick and you put it on the skin tag in five days, it falls off. That's why I would use it straight. You can use oils on your feet, knee, which means without any carrier oil. Everybody is different with oils. Some people can get a rash, some people don't. That's when you bring in the carrier oil. It does dilute it, but what it does is it actually holds it in place longer because the oils, they're volatile organic compounds. They can That's why they're in amber colored bottles, they can evaporate. So if I left this bottle uncapped, eventually it would evaporate. So there are some oils that you wanna use carrier oils with uh, topically. If you're using a roller ball, you wanna make your own health concoction. Yeah, Something that is like what I had in my forehead, I used it straight because I was doing more targeted usage. But when when I'm talking about a breast detox, I already put on the um, coconut oil because breast skin is very sensitive. Some people say, well, it gave me a rash, so just add more dilution. It doesn't take away from the effectiveness or the power of the oil. Again, everybody's body is different. So some people know what oils they can take neat, which means no dilution versus dilution. Dilution will, will, as I said, hold the oil in place for better absorption, but for targeted support. I always like for that, I used it straight. And when I do it sublingually, I don't dilute it. I put it straight under my face. I was just going to ask you. For the oregano oil, I make a dilution of it because it is very, very spicy. It's not going to actually burn, but it gives a burning feel. I don't like that. So I do dilute the oregano oil. And if I was using any of the other ones like clove or lemongrass, cinnamon, always dilute. So when you
0: ingest an oil and you use the carrier oil, is it coconut oil that you use with it?
1: You can. I typically use in my oregano oil, extra virgin olive oil. Okay. Yeah, but you can use coconut oil. You can use liquid coconut oil on it. But I prefer liquid coconut oil for my rollers. But for the oregano oil, when I'm taking that internally, I use olive oil. You don't have to, if you're putting the oils in a veggie cap, you could just put them in a veggie cap and swallow Okay, but if you're putting it in your mouth, you want to make sure, especially with the oregano oil, that it is diluted. An equal part, oh, no, this is 15 mil. I put in 35 drops of oregano oil and then I'll fill it up to about three quarters of the way with extra virgin olive oil, give it a little shake. And this, this lives in my medicine cabinet, and I use this every morning just for, for you know, immune protection. Yes, so that's what it is. And I bought these bottles on Amazon. Yeah, I was like, a, I don't know, six or seven bottles in a box. So that's the dilution on that. Again, there are dilution charts that people can have that they can based on what they're using by age and how many drops. And, uh, and you know, it, it's again, it, you're making your own health concoction. So you kind of figure out after a while what you do, what you don't need to do. Like how strong should it be? How strong should it not be? Um, yeah. My immune blends. This is an, a roller. There are five oils on here. It's called Flute. It's frankincense, lemon, on God, oregano, and tea tree. So I use 10 drops of each of the oil, and then I top it with the coconut oil. Now, if I was using making one for a child, I would use two drops versus the 10 drops for an adult.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's just experience. And I know- right. I
0: was just going to say, it's like cooking. It's just intuitive, I guess, that you- yes. Just know what it is that you need to do.
1: And just so you know, not every oil is ingestible. So the way we know the difference, and this this is important, is on the bottle. If it says supplement facts, it's ingestible. Yes. It does not have supplement facts; it's not ingestible. Most oils are. You can actually even cook with a lot of the oils, like oregano. You can cook with rosemary, lemon, lime. I mean, there's a whole. I mean, cilantro. Um, they're very, very concentrated. So. What does that mean? One drop of peppermint oil is equivalent to 28 cups of peppermint tea. That's how powerful and potent they are. Yeah. You need very, very little, which is cost pennies per drop because each of the big bottles have 250 drops. The little bottles have-
0: Little bottles
1: are 250 drops? It's 250. Wow. And this one is about 80. So there's two different sizes. Okay. You can't pick, this is the way they come. You can't, a bigger one versus a smaller one it doesn't work that way so yeah so each one has these big ones most of the big ones most of them are big and they have 250 drops so when you're looking at about making your own health concoction it's pennies per drop and when you look at the fact that if you have to go to the doctor you have to take time off from work right you gotta get because no doctor's ever on time you have to drive there you have the cost of gas and then you're waiting and then you have your copay then you have your medication and side effects that come with the medications here, this is like pennies. So it is so cost-effective versus modern medicine. Yes. There not a place for modern medicine. Of course there is. Of course. I agree. I agree. But for <laughs> viruses, for viruses, they there's nothing. They're all water-based. So that's the differences. If you go to the drugstore, the, the, the remedies that they have for viruses are all water-based. But guess what? Our cells have a lipid membrane, a fat membrane surrounding it. Water-based products can't get through a fat. doesn't oil and water don't mix, but an oil is oil. So an oil can actually penetrate the cells, therefore stopping viral duplication. Wow. Whereas water-based products can't do that. That's why oils are effective. That's so interesting. So when someone in my house has something, I will take my oregano. I take it once a day prophylactically. I will take it. Throughout the day, if somebody is sick. And it's natural and there are no side effects. Only side benefits. Nothing is added and nothing is But I must say this, about 90% of the oils in the market today are adulterated with synthetic components because they can make the batches last, make bigger batches and they can make it cheaper but get what you pay for. The body will never ever recognize something synthetic. It stores it in our fat cells. It does not recognize it. It actually can do the body more harm. That's why pure essential oils are so important. Knowing the purity of it, knowing where they're coming from, knowing where it's sourced. Ours are tested every single year by a third party company. And they've come back over and over and over and over and over again by being the purest on the market. That's what's key. If you have a health issue and you throw synthetic stuff at it, that can make it worse. It can make it worse. Your body doesn't respond to it. The right. body responds to something natural. It does not respond to something synthetic. Right. And a lot of them are synthetic. And that's really what's important. I know that I'm taking these internally. I know they're pure because I'm not. I don't want to put anything that's not pure in my body. So that's a really important thing that people need to know. The purity matters, and it makes
0: perfect sense, right? Like even with food so processed food our bodies react to processed food we don't recognize it as food we see it as an invader in our body and that's why we're creating all this inflammation and it's all common sense really when you think about it like just how you said that these oils are natural there's no additives nothing that Our body would reject it's just welcoming the oil and it's going to to the place that it's needed most and it's healing it and I just think that that's so wonderful and I just hope that other people start to realize that we can heal ourselves a lot more than we realize because our bodies if we give them the chance they will heal themselves i wanted to ask you also because i work with a lot of midlife women and of course midlife women they're all going through perimenopause menopause and there's insomnia there's night sweats there's you know just so much going on oh gosh this is a whole topic unto itself Okay, first of all, you'll have to come back. But what would you recommend
1: for menopause? diet is huge. I went through it. I didn't even know I went through it. I had a period one day and then the next day, Mm nothing. And I I couldn't tell you what a hot flash was. I never had a hot flash. Wow. Never had a mood swing. And my mom would be walking through New York City in the middle of winter stripping. I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, is that going to be me? I was like terrified of that. I couldn't. So a lot of it is clean eating. I know that sounds so simple. Clean eating is super important. Um, Now, after the clean eating, okay, caffeine can make, you know, constrict your vessels. It can make you hotter, spicy foods. I mean, that's all tied into the eating. What are you drinking? Make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Plenty of water is super important. But as far as products to support it, um, this DoTerra has something called Claricom, which is a roll you you roll it across your abdomen transdominally, that will help. They also have the phytoestrogen, which is not estrogen, is all plant-based, and that can also help. What I'm also highly recommending to women who are peri pre host is the MetaPower collagen. And the reason I'm re- I'm recommending that is because that has a lot of ingredients in it besides collagen, it's a whole body collagen. It's not just for skin, it's for connective tissue and growth plates. But what it has in it, it has something called NMN, which is a big long name. I could say never mother never because I can never pronounce that thing. However, what that is, that's a youth molecule that actually, by taking it daily that in the collagen, it's actually telling our cells to remember what it's like to be younger, but what it also does, and this is what's great. It has the ability to build bone stem cell regeneration. So it's going to strengthen your bones and women we start losing bone mass, right? So this is going to help protect our bones. Oh. So that's what's really important. And it's going to overall help your skin because our skin loses, when we lose estrogen, it affects how our skin looks. So it is a product that I highly recommend for women going through the menopause. There's also something else I was using, evening primrose oil. Yes. Evening primrose oil, and I'm still taking it, 1300 milligrams. And the reason I'm still taking it, there's no downside to it. It's good for your hair and it's good for your skin. Uh, women who have gone through or going through those hot flashes, it helps mitigate a lot of those hot flashes. So, but a combination of all of this is really great because it's going to help and support all different areas of, uh, of a woman's transition. And it shouldn't have to be that way. I think that lifestyle diet, I'm a big believer in exercise. So when you're addressing your health from multiple pillars... Mm-hmm. Every stage of your life, you're going to get through with more ease Yes. But because we are bombarded daily with messages from everywhere, eat this, drink that, eat this, it's like confusing for people. They don't know what to do. So whole foods, clean eating, no processed food, no seed oils. Again, it's it's if you have a fire and it's fed by a gas source, no amount of water will put that fire out until you shut the gas off. So it's mm-hmm. not just one thing health is a multi pronged approach and i approach it from many different areas you know from supplementation to essential oils to clean living to low toxicity the chemicals we bring into our home They are endocrine disruptors. So the the fabric sheets we use in our dryers, those are endocrine disruptors. The perfumes women put over here, they're endocrine disruptors. And that is also going to throw our hormones out of balance. So again, it's not just looking at one aspect. It's looking at what do you have in your house? What chemicals are you cleaning with? What are you washing your clothing with? Are you washing your clothing with toxic chemicals that sit on your skin? Because your skin is your largest organ and it gets absorbed. So people are like, well, it washes off. No, it doesn't. It stays in the clothing. I use oils on dryer balls in my dryer. So there's all sorts of ways to undo all what we've done and all what we've been, you know, it's all about product and product placement. And we can go into a whole conversation about money and profit above health, but you're not gonna wake up one morning and do your whole entire house and say, okay, now I'm not toxic, living clean. (laughs) And that's it. It doesn't work that way. It's too overwhelming to do it all. You do it in small stages. I didn't get to where I am overnight. It's been a, it's a journey. You know, like health is not a sprint. It's a journey. And every day that you make small changes, add up to one big colossal change in the end. And it's always, you know, with all the new information that comes out, it's, you you make adjustments. I mean, they they just, I just posted today. They're recalling the dry shampoo. There's some chemical in it that is posing cancer threat. Using non-toxic products. And there are ways to, how do I know what's toxic? One of my go-to sources is the Environmental Working Group. It's EWG.org. Yes. Simple enough to look up your stuff there. They even have a scan code that you can go and scan in a drugstore. Not every product is on there yet, though. But it's a, it's a source. Or well, think dirty. There are ways of looking at this, or follow people on social media who are holistically inclined. You know, to find out. It's the information is there. It's just a matter of. It's just a matter of looking for it and taking it and being proactive in your own health we have the power to write our future chapters of how our health is going to turn out no we can't control everything but what we can control we should control because it's our health we're talking about right so there's so many many different ways i can go into so many we could probably be on here for hours like i'm trying to try to narrow the scope a little for what you're questions
0: i wanted to also ask you in regards to cleaning products does doTERRA have a line of like laundry detergent cleaning products for your home and besides just the oils they have yeah. other okay
1: they have the on guard line which has a detergent a laundry detergent a multi-purpose cleaner that comes in a concentrate and one bottle makes 14 what we would call trigger bottles yes safe to use on your dishes and safe to use on your toilets. That's how good it is. (laughs) While bolstering your immune system because it has the immune blend in it. They also have pods. They have the abode line, which is um, the abode line has like dishwasher pods. It also has laundry pods. I love it. It comes in, it's very sustainable. It comes in little glass bottles. We're not shipping water. So it's highly sustainable and you're mixing it at home. So you're you're mixing it with your own water and Mm -hmm. it even works on mold. So I use the abode cleaner I use both of them depending upon what I'm cleaning and I also make my own I also DIY it so I'll DIY my glass cleaner it's equal parts of water and white vinegar and then I add an essential oil usually lemon because lemon can cut through grease yes that's what I use to clean and does it a little bit more elbow grease but I'm not breathing in Windex which is highly toxic you're breathing that into your lungs yes but I make my own carpet fresh with baking soda you know, you, And I keep it in mason jars. So you can, I make my own wood cleaner with um, olive oil and white vinegar. And I uh, will use cedar wood oil and some wild orange. And that's my wood cleaner. Oh. So there's so many, we have eBooks that I, I just don't make this stuff up. No, <laughs> There are eBooks that we have that are on the doTERRA website that even if you don't have, if you're not even, you know, don't have an account, you just go and look at the footer and it'll say eBooks. Everybody has access to it. So you look up, there's a whole one on cleaning. So it's really like empowering to have these these non-toxic stuff. I am so non-toxic that when I go into somebody's house who's burning a candle, I I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I actually had to ask a friend, I can't come to you anymore if you're going to burn candles because I literally left there and I couldn't, I I took out my breathe oil, which opens up the breathing passageways because I was literally choking. Yeah, I can't take candles either.
0: I can't take them.
1: So, and then it's not just the candle that's toxic; it's the wick that's toxic. It has lead in it. I mean, there are certain candles you can burn that are actually healthy. These bees, pure beeswax with hundred percent organic cotton wick actually creates negative ions, which are good for the body. I use that for holidays. So I'm not, or you know, I put that like they come in tapers or you know candles for holidays. So I'm not against it if you're using the right candle. They're very expensive. I'm not going to, you know, sit here and yeah. say. That's why I use them for holidays. Other than that, I just diffuse yeah. I oils. And you know what? They're they're pure. You're breathing in. There are health benefits to breathing all these oils in. They smell great. They smell great. They make you feel good. They can uplift your mood. So there's to me, there's nothing better than using pure essential oils. So keeping, you know, using when you bring these toxic cleaners into our home, I mean, we. we our we're hurting our immune system and our immune system is just being beaten constantly down by the toxic soup in which we live as i said we can't control some things but what we can control it's been determined that air in the house is way more polluted yes than the air on the outside so what are you going to do to clean the air in your home because we're constantly breathing this in so it's, again, it's a, everything is a step. It's what steps are you going to take? <clears throat> Excuse me. What steps are you going to take today? What steps are you going to take tomorrow? How important is your health? I go to a doctor and they'll the nurse will say to me, what medication are you on? What do you mean? Tell, you could tell me. It's okay. I'm like, no, I'm on no medication. They look at me like I have three heads. So to me, that signals that way too many people are on way too many medications. Yeah. There is a place for them, yes. But but you
0: don't have to jump on the medication as the first option. You know what I mean? Because so many people have a little pain. Let me take an Advil right away. They go to the Advil, you know, looking for a quick fix, and the quick fix is not always and usually not the healthiest option. Tell me about doTERRA as far as if someone on here is listening and they're interested in buying oils as far as doTERRA goes.
1: 85% of all the people who use doTERRA are just happy customers. That's how I started. I started as a happy customer, and then I was I found that it was really, I had a need in my business to, when I'm working with people to help heal them. There was a place for that. But not everybody wants that. You can just go and go and order oils and have a wholesale account. It's free. You just have an account and you just order as you need. Right. That's simple. Um, but then there are people who are like, oh, Cousin Mary could really benefit from this. I'm going to tell Cousin Mary. And my Uncle Jack, he has this condition. And those are people who share. You share what you love. Hey, if you go to a store and you, lo- and you find something in the store, you share it, right? So why not yeah. with this? this- people you share what you love those are shares then there's people like me who decided to intentionally build a business because i see the need i see the need that's out there that people need to have these tools in their home to uplevel their health but you don't have to do that you could just be a happy customer ordering. i have plenty of ha- have plenty of happy customers and they just order every month they every and everybody's different and i and i personally keep notes of what everybody orders and I see, and I and and I try to you know address it if something comes up that I think they're going to need. So you t- if someone just wants grapefruit, they could just go on and order grapefruit. I would highly recommend that they order from my from me personally because I will support them. If you just go onto the DoTerra website, you'll become what they call an orphan, and you'll get probably no support. What does that support mean? You're not going to have anybody tell you about stuff, you no, know, how to use stuff, what. Put you into classes. I have that. I can plug people in to classes and education. And that's what sets, that's what sets me and the people on my team apart. We are, we work with people so that they have the knowledge and they have the tools. Again, it's not a necessity. It's as much or as little as you want, but the more, you know, the more empowered you are. Right. Education is the key to living a long, healthy life. So, so,
0: Valerie, how can people find
1: you? What's the best way for them to find you? Uh, I have well, they can just go to my website, which is valshealthycorner.com. I'm also Val's Healthy Corner on Instagram. I have a health group on Facebook called Health From Within. It's a private group, so I have to grant access. And and or oh, they're all tied in together. Mm-hmm. Also on LinkedIn. Um, but I don't really spend much time I spend most of my time on Facebook and Instagram, and you can get to my Doterra website. Um, if I set it to you right here, it's no one's gonna remember it. but um it, they can it, through my Instagram and through my Facebook, you can find it okay. um, or you can just know my name, and when you want to go on and we'll ask you if you know anyone, you just put my name in. Okay. So there's a bunch of different ways Well, they could just call me. and my um, I don't think my phone number is out. There, anywhere, but they can email me and I will call them. Okay. So my email is on all of that. And I am always will get back to somebody. If, is uh,
0: there anything else that you want to share? Anything else that you want them to know?
1: I mean, uh, I'm sure there's plenty, but. <laughs> what, what drives me is that we have the ability to prevent our medical system today there's nothing in, la- in the way of prevention. It's mm-hmm. all symptom reactive. Yes. Prevention is key to living a long, happy and healthy life. And I'm not saying bad things can happen. Of course it can. But the more you stack the odds in your favor, the more you ensure the fact that you're not going to get sick, the better your outcome is going to be. And again, our our medical system here in the United States does nothing for prevention. We're all symptom driven, Band-Aid reactive. Put a Band-Aid on it and move on. It doesn't work that way. Body doesn't work that way. The body will do what it wants to do and strive what it does to be healthy because that's how it that's how we are biologically programmed to be. Where every day we're faced with an onslaught of, as I said again, this is probably the third time, toxic soups. Everything is just you know beating us down. What are we doing to fight? We have to. We have. It's our, our best interest to take these steps to be preventive because you can't leave it up to luck. Not today. Mm-hmm. I mean, our food system is corrupted. Our pharmaceutical industry is corrupted. I mean, our food. You. Can- it's hard to navigate the supermarket today without knowing what's healthy and what's not healthy. Conventional, organic. Now this new appeal. It's. It's only through educating yourself. If anything from this, I want people to really be empowered by reading and educating themselves. It's worth it. And again, it's like learning a new language. It's 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 a little there's a learning curve, but once you get past that, you know, like if you go to the supermarket and you're always reaching here because that's what you used to reach it because they they know what where people are reaching and they're putting things at certain eye levels. Yeah, that's determined. There's so what people, too. So if you reach up here, but instead of here. It's just reteaching yourself how to shop yes, and reading labels and knowing what you're putting in your body and knowing what things are bad for you. And if you don't know, find somebody, reach out to me or reach out to you. We can help people. That's what we're here for. We're here to help people. And that's why I get up every day. I get up every day. I'm like, "Who who needs my help today? And it's just, it's just helping. I tell my clients when they go into a
0: supermarket to just shop the perimeter of the store. So the produce, the meats, the dairy, right? And stay away from the middle aisles with the bags, the boxes, the cans, all of that is just, it's not real food and it's not serving you. And that's why I said earlier, it's really just common sense. A lot of it is common sense. But we're bombarded with commercials on TV with all these foods. And if you notice on television, all they do is advertise prescription drugs. Every commercial is a prescription drug. And it helps with this. It helps with this. And then here are the side effects. And there's tons of side effects. And I sit there saying... Why would anyone risk their life to take the str- I mean,
1: it just doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. And they're conditioning, they're conditioning people. That's really, yes. what. I mean, they don't allow smoking ads on the TV anymore. They don't allow alcohol ads, but they're allowing pharmaceuticals. How does yes. that make sense? It totally. does There's something in my opinion, very perverse about that.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Well, Valerie, I want to thank you so much for
0: being here today. I really appreciate you. For all those who are listening, please, if you have any questions, reach out to Valerie. You can find her on social media or ask me and I'll get you in touch with her. And thank you so much.